0: Welcome to another episode of Anatomy of a Chef. Thanks for joining us. Today I chat with personal chef and owner of Make My Dinner's culinary service, Darlene DeMesa. A divorced mom of twin girls, Darlene answered an ad and attended the Culinary Business Academy in Georgia. Upon graduation, she created her personal chef business where her clients are demanding healthy meals. So when she's not cooking for her clients, she's researching and creating recipes. What drove her to become a personal chef was a personal health issue. She battles lupus. And if anybody knows anything about lupus, when you're under constant stress, um, whether it be from your job or personal, wherever the case may be, it actually increases the symptoms of lupus. And you're just tired all the time, not feeling good, not up to par. And Darlene figured if she started her own business, she can control her own hours and control her own clients, and it would be a less stressful situation and much easier on her body and help her fight this horrible disease. And so far, she told me in the last 10 years, she really hasn't had a real flare-up of the disease. So if you're a frazzled executive chef and you're looking to maybe pare back and and take control of your personal life a little more, or have more control over it, a personal chef may be the way to go for you. She cooks the meals at the um, client's home, but she does all the prep at her own home. So she'll buy all the groceries, do the prep work, put them in containers, load up her car, and then get to the client's place, and then spend the hours that it takes to create the meals. and. There's, if you go to her website, there's different packages you can buy, and she cooks all the meals for the week, packages them up, and you can throw them in the oven, throw them in the freezer, do whatever you need to do for for the whole week, and it's all laid out for you. And she flies in, does her work, and then she's gone for the next week. So that's um, it's kind of a neat plan that she's got going on. We talked about her marketing techniques and the different approaches that she uses now opposed to when she did eight to 10 years ago. And I'll give you a hint, it's social media, and utilizing photos. Taking photos of her work and posting them has actually generated more business in the last couple years than it has in all the previous years put together. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I did recording it. She was a lot of fun, really nice lady, and hope you enjoy it. So please enjoy Chef Darlene DeMesa.
1: Hi, Darlene.
2: How are you today? Thank you, thank you for coming on the show, if I could speak.
1: Oh my! Thank you so much for having me on the show. Great.
2: Tell us a little bit about yourself and your uh, little business that you got going there in Georgia.
1: Well, I am a mom of twin daughters, wonderful daughters. They're 26, so they're grown and out. Um, hmm. So I uh, I went through a divorce about 10 years ago, and... Um, would, I, I loved cooking all of my life, even when I was a little girl and I happened upon a, a, an ad for personal chef school and, um, you know, I had, I, I had to go back to work and I thought, you know, this, this sounds interesting. So I decided to look into it and, um, it was, it was almost like an answer to a prayer kind oh, of, wow. Uh, I, I just thought, you know, what am I going to do now? So I'd never heard of it before, um, and I researched it and went for it. <clears throat> cool. Excuse me. I attended the uh, I attended the Culinary Business Academy and part of the USBCA, and it was it was a perfect match. Um, I have lupus, which is an autoimmune disease, yeah. so I don't um, I don't like to push myself too hard, and I try to you know do what i can to work and do a good job but sometimes it gets overwhelming so having your own business i i feel like that was meant to be something that i should do
3: yeah because
1: i can make my own hours i could take off when i need to and it it actually it worked out perfect so i i work and right now i'm working a lot and it's kind of, <laughs> i was kind of worried about it i was like oh god it's hard sometimes when you have to lift all your pots and pans and take them to people's houses, and but um, I have a lot of tools that put, you know put my pots and pans in, and um, oh, I got you. so so I'm doing pretty good right now, and oh, very uh, good. yeah, so yeah, I I, that, um,
2: that lupus can really rob you of your energy if you're not careful. Yeah, you,
1: you yes, gotta... it does, and I I'm very lucky in the last ten years or so I haven't had it any type of flair. I think it's stress. You know, sometimes when you get rid of stress in your life, you can do a lot better. And the, this job that I happened upon one day is, is a lot. It, there's stress in it, but it's kind of a good stress. I don't have a lot of stress that's weighing on me like a job that you would normally go to. Um, but it's, it's just the perfect job for my situation, and I love it. I love cooking for people. I love designing dinners, so
3: yeah. it just
1: turned out great for me with would, with would, would becoming a personal chef. So yeah. that's kind of a little bit about myself. I kind awesome. of ramble. Well, no, that's but, perfect. No, you can that, ramble, ramble. Yeah, all you that's want. what what my life is like right now. <laughs> so so. Um,
2: I know today, and I, I first of all, I want to thank you for kind of moving our our time around a little bit to today because we had a schedule for last week, but I was kind of being a little selfish and trying to schedule two interviews on the same day, and I appreciate it. Oh, you that's no problem. Accommodating. And you mentioned that you're busy every Tuesday. Is this a standing client that you're able to to book and kind of have every week?
1: Yeah. I actually, I have uh, I have a, a set client on Mondays, Tuesdays, and now Tuesdays. This client that I did today is... Um, the second cook day that I've cooked for them. Oh, okay. Um and I have a regular client on Wednesdays for it's been about a year now and the client on Monday's been maybe a year a little over. Oh, wow. And I just picked up um a uh, Thursday client. Oh, that's no why I'm, that's why I'm saying, Oh God I was trying <laughs> to keep it down to a minimum but it's like this week is just is my my week of all client week, so yeah. um, I think I'm doing okay. Every day I'm like, okay, one down, three to go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, if I if I dwell on it too much, it it kind of just overwhelms me. But if you know, when I really think about it, it's just another day. You know, going to cook for a client. It's not. You know, I I I'm pretty well prepared. I get everything prepared ahead of time, so it's not too much of too much of a load to carry. Yeah. you know. Um, so everything I have packed in my car and the only thing is, you know, I'm right now, I mean, I'm 50 years old now and I thought, okay, carrying all these hot stands up and down, you know, luckily none of my clients have really high stairs cause oh, I'd have to good. carry, but I have, I have like carts that I carry them in, So it's not Got too it. bad. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, this week is a busy week, so we'll see how it goes. And, um, I was trying to move around clients a little bit so I could, uh, have one day in between but we'll see how that goes I think it's I think it's going well so (laughs) you try you can only try yeah right Right. trying you got to keep trying that's all you can do yeah so for some of the so if I have
2: listeners out there who are potentially thinking about going into the personal chef arena as opposed to working in a professional kitchen um, can you kind of lay out what equipment do you have how you said you had carts i imagine like they're like little dollies or something that you can roll around
1: and how do you mm-hmm.
2: structure how do you structure your tools do you do you cook everything in the client's home or do you just do prep at your house and cook at their house with all your equipment your pots and pans and and utensils and that kind of stuff can you kind of lay out kind of how you do it
1: yeah sure um so a typical week i i usually i Research recipes. I make up recipes. I plan menus, and all of my clients are actually um, health driven. They they all want healthy meals. They're you know I don't make a lot of lasagnas or meatloaf. You know I, and if I did, I would make it in a healthier version. Right. But that's that's what all my clients want right now. Um, so I plan menus. I email them their menus of the week uh they usually pick out they pick out three meals out of the menu i send and after that i i actually have a software that i'm using now um it's called modern meal and it's a great software i'm giving a little promotion for that because it plans your grocery list it um keeps all your menus it's it's very handy to use um is, yeah. So, I'm,
2: so, I'm sorry to interrupt. Is that um, just free off the internet? Is it off the shelf
1: free, or do you have to subscribe to it? No, you you have to subscribe to it. It's um, I, I'm trying to think how much it costs. I think it was probably two hundred and something for the whole year um, around that. But it's very it's it takes so much time out of you know writing out grocery lists and menus and recipes so it's it's very handy to have if you're a personal chef. Yeah. I and guess. um so I I do send I send out the menu and once I get that I plan the grocery list and uh send them a, a final menu. And the day of service I will get the groceries head to their house with my own pots and pans. And, and oh, you, most clients say, you know, if you want to use my pots and pans. You but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like I, I know it's, it's it's a little extra work to carry some pots and pans, but I'd rather use mine just in case of or any, you know, I don't want to do anything to their kitchen. But right. um, so I take all my pots and pans. I take um, my tools. I, I have a box of tools. I take a box of spices. I just keep, it's pretty much general spices that I use.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: on that day, if I had, you know, I usually have, the, the only thing that I usually have to buy for the client is the vegetables, the meats, um, dairy, anything that's fresh. And, you know, I usually have all the spices, uh, you know, from from my side and right. the oils and things like that. So when I run out, then I buy it and, you know, divide it, it, up it between the you. time. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so they only have to really pay for you know, like if you were to go out and, and make a recipe, you'd have to buy everything that's on that recipe. So I usually have everything that I keep with me. So, gotcha. you know, take it with me every, every client to every client. Yeah. If I forget something, they usually have it there. So mm. It's not too hard, but, um, so I take all my spices. I, um, have a, have a bag with cleaning supplies. I have a all the rest, you know, the, uh, menus, uh, labels for the containers. Um, that's another thing. My clients usually have containers and if they don't, I have containers uh-huh. that I use. I don't use them very often because they, they prefer to buy, you know, I'll buy them the pirate containers that way we can use them over and over again. Right. And it's a, it's a healthier option, I guess. And so, um, I'll, go to their house, I will unload everything, Get you know, try to organize it to where, <laughs> to where mm-hmm. I can start cooking. So, um, like today, I made um, a poached pear salad, arugula salad. I made um, a shrimp stir fry. I made mm-hmm. fried rice with edamame. I made some honey cilantro, lime salmon. And I packaged up some halibut with quinoa and kale in a coconut oh. cream, so that they could cook tonight. So that would be like that would be when they get home tonight. They just stick that in the oven for 20 minutes, and that's their that's their meal for tonight. So nice. any fresh fish is you know should be eaten the night of. Right. So yeah, so that's what I did today. And then I just you know I package it all up, label it. Um, I clean their kitchen and. I'm out of there. And I come back and come back, we clean everything, get it ready for tomorrow. Wow. Do the same thing tomorrow. So that's basically the day, you know, my day. Is that, um, does that consist of uh, how many hours
2: is that? Is that like a six or seven hour day for you with travel time? um,
1: Travel time. Um, Let's see. I would say, yeah, it's about five, five oh, hours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's only because my clients, some of my clients live. The client today lived lives about forty minutes away, so it's. Oh okay. It's it's a little drive. So.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's that's the only reason. But um, when I'm at the house, you know, things go pretty quick. It yeah, takes better. about three hours, and then I'm I'm out of there.
2: Um. So. How did you go about um, marketing your business at this point? I know you've been doing it for ten years. Can you can you kind of go over what did you try doing in the beginning that really wasn't hitting the mark, and then how you kind of yeah.
1: tailored,
2: your, tailored your marketing to where you are today, where maybe something is working really well for you?
1: Well, I it's hard to say what is. I just. When I first started, I I tried brochures, I tried ads in the um, the town newspaper. Uh-huh. Um, I did, you know, I did a lot of those things. And I first started out, I did do stuff like I did open houses and um, catered oh, okay. some office parties and things like that. Um, but it, it hasn't been until the last, gosh, I don't know, maybe five or six years that business has just been just been going great. And I don't know, I, I attribute it to, to I put a page on Facebook and I put all my pictures on there every day. I I try to interact with people on
3: on social
1: media. So I, I say social media, but you know, it could, it could be, you know, and I also do get referrals from my clients. So that's another thing. But, you know, when I was doing the advertising and paper, you know, in the newspaper, I'm not saying it doesn't work for everybody, but it just, it wasn't working for me. And I, I, I just thought, you know, instead of spending that money, I'll just, I'll try something different. Right. And, um, you know, it just seems to work out that people look at Facebook so much nowadays that, you know, it, it helps business. I, I think so.
3: Yeah. Um, I think that's the- where, where I do most of it. Yeah,
1: the photos are probably
2: doing you more justice than you think.
1: Yeah, I, try, I you know every when I'm cooking, I'm trying. Oh, got to take a picture! I got to take a picture. <laughs> so I always have my cell phone there, like you know, don't forget to make make it look good. Yeah. You know, take a picture, try to get the shade out of you know. There's always a, sh- a shadow in the picture, and so. But yeah, that's that's something so, I always try to remember. <laughs>
2: yeah, the interview I had before you. um He's an executive chef up in Wisconsin, and he was was doing photos too. And he had a really good friend who's a photographer that sat him down and said, you know what, Greg, your photos look horrible. This is wrong, (laughs) this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. And she just tore them apart. And then she said, now let's let's do it right. So she gave him some really good tips. And the photos on his Facebook page are really beautiful. They're really well done. And he does it all with his iPhone. Because, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, it's all with his iPhone. And uh, he says natural light is your best friend when you're taking photos, especially of food. So oh, wow. He, I, I thought he had like that. a little studio set up. He goes, no, I just take it outside <laughs> or, or I get good light.
1: <laughs>
2: I don't know if I could take her food outside, but maybe I could put it next to a window. Yeah, to... <laughs> yeah, something like that.
1: But but he contributes. Yeah. He could
2: His staff was laughing at him when he first started doing it. And they were like, you know, you you can. we need your help on the line. We need your help to do this. He's like, trust me, trust me, trust me. This will pay off. And people actually come into the restaurant and say, I want this. And they'll pull up the photo. Yeah. So it's. I I,
1: I truly believe that. I believe photos are are the best way to go because you see something, you know, you see food and you're like, oh, that looks so good. Every time, you you know, so, yeah. So that's the way to go, I believe.
3: Yeah, we all eat
2: with our eyes
1: in the beginning. Right,
2: right. <laughs> so we see something, it's like, I got to have it, I got to have it. Yeah. So that's awesome. Are your daughters involved in food at all? Or are they no. Just, no? <laughs> no,
1: no. In fact, my daughters, they sent me a message a little while ago about it, um, it was a Valentine's menu at a restaurant and they're, we're all texting back and forth and they're saying, oh my God, that looks so good, I'm going to go there. And And one of the, Mm, one of the items was poached bear salad, and I said, hey, I just made that today. <laughs> and I told my daughter, she's like, oh, my God, my husband would love that. And I said, well, I could teach you how to do it. <laughs> so, you they, want, never huh? really got, they never really got into the art of cooking. They just uh, they just enjoyed the outcome of it.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. Everybody loves to eat, and not everybody loves to cook, that's for sure. Right. That's
1: for sure. Right. So now that it's been 10
2: years um, – What are three things you wish you knew before becoming a personal chef?
1: So it's like, man, I wish
2: I would have have known that ahead of time.
1: Well, let's see. Three things. You mean, okay, so before becoming a personal chef.
2: So if you had an opportunity to sit down with someone who's a seasoned personal chef like yourself, what would you say to an, a newly graduate culinary school graduate who's thinking, you know what, I'm going to go the personal chef route instead of the uh-huh. the nightly kitchen route? What are three things you you What are three pieces of advice you give them?
1: I would say, you know, try try to do your own thing. Um, you know, plan your own menu. You know, m- try to experiment with food. You know, people like we can you make your make up your own recipes and and menus, and um, you know, nutritional and health help wise is a big deal to a lot of people. Right. So if you, you kind of learn a lot about nutrition and how to eat healthy and and certain foods, um, you know that's a big plus. And yeah. uh, you know just. Live life to the fullest. I mean, mm-hmm. life is short, you know. It's it's just... Just have a good time doing it, really. Yeah.
2: What would you... What would you tell them are kind of... Um, Must-have tools, if you will, in your toolbox mm-hmm. to start out? I mean, we all the knives and that kind of stuff is a, is an obvious right. one. So what, what uh, have you found that I have a, a question I always ask. It's other than a sharp knife, what kitchen tool can you not live with and why? But since you're. Well, oh,
1: I'm sorry. That's,
2: no, that's okay. Since you're uh, traveling, you know, going to people's homes and stuff, I was wondering, yeah, I'm thinking it's something other than that. What would it
1: be? Um, uh, I love. Okay, so these are weird tools that you probably wouldn't even think of, but I bought a pair of of kitchen cutting shears, like scissors. Mm-hmm. That I I just love them, and I bought them on QVC, and mm-hmm. they just cut anything. Like I I can cut packages. I can cut my like today I used them to cut my broccoli. <laughs> oh my gosh!
3: <laughs>
1: and I'll cut them. You know, I I just use them for everything, and I also I mean. I don't watch QVC. You're going to think I'm like sitting sitting here watching QVC all the time, but somebody <laughs> told one of my clients, she just buys everything on QVC and it's it's just hilarious because she has all this um, cookware and it, it's so funny. So I started buying a few things and um, there's a thing called a spurtle and it's it's part spoon and part spatula and hmm. it's, it's wooden. I love wooden tools anyway, but um you c it's just one of my tools that I use and you stir with it and you can flip things with it. It's it's just amazing. So <laughs> probably those two things I I love. <laughs> <That was laughs> but uh, but a good knife is always good. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Well that's that's pretty much standard fare and there's always, right. always something else that a chef has in the kitchen that that they use probably more often than their knife, and it's, I like to figure yeah. out, always ask what that, what that is.
1: Yeah, my daughter, one time she was cut, she, I was at her house, and she was cutting, and she goes, yeah, my knives are horrible, and they, they, they they're just, they don't cut anything, I said, well, you have they aren't sharpened, for once, <laughs> her, her knives were not sharp at all, so it was, it's terrible to have a sharp and unsharp knife. <laughs> you can cause so
2: much damage with a dull knife. Oh, you
1: can't. Oh right. my gosh, that is that's
2: more dangerous than a sharp knife, really. Uh huh. It yeah. is. It's, it's, gosh, it's crazy. I, I've had this conversation with other chefs too, and we'll go to our mom's house for for uh, Thanksgiving, and she's got a really tiny, about the size of a laptop, cutting board that's plastic <laughs> and a and a paring <laughs> knife that's dull, and that's all she has. Uh-huh. Trying to, yeah. Trying to cut things, do some kind of a dinner, and this someone's going to lose a digit here pretty soon if we're not careful. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. it's scary. If you had to choose three herbs or spices for the next year, what would they be? And salt and pepper don't count.
1: Oh boy, um, you know what? I I use a lot of red pepper flakes, and I know it, it's not just. To, I mean, it's a spicy flake, but. I just love putting them in things in vegetables and stuff. I yes. use that a lot. And um, I'm Spanish, so I use saffron a lot. Oh, okay. And I, I love rosemary on some dishes. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I'll I pick rosemary or cilantro. You know, mostly, those, a lot of people don't like cilantro, so I won't pick that. But um, yeah, maybe those three.
2: Cool. So in the last five years...
1: What has become more
2: important or less important to you, and it doesn't have to be related to food; it can be related to just life in general,
1: life in general or food. well yeah. uh, um, I'd have to say, you know the last year it's been horrible for me. My mother passed away six months ago. Oh, I can't talk sorry. about it, so I'll start crying but, yeah uh, sorry. she was she was just the best example of life, love, and kindness that. I can never imagine. And, you know, I try to keep out the negativity in my life. I'm trying to keep out, you know, people who just aren't kind. Yeah. Um, so I just want to focus on happiness and positivity and just enjoying life. And, you know, life is just, it's just short. So, you, you know, you just want to keep out the negativity. its It's just best. That's what I think.
2: Yeah. I agree. And it and when you I mean, you, you you're suffering or you're you're dealing with lupus, other people get a cancer scare in their lives and it's amazing when you're faced with something like that how yeah. inconsequential some most things are that other people blow way out of proportion and seem to just come unglued over and yeah. you know, it's a spilt glass of water. I mean it's no big deal or or right, whatever the, whatever the case may be, and I'm with you. it's time is so short, you need to kind of it is
1: just, it is, and you know it's 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 just not it's not a good idea to spend life with you know people that are you just making me miserable, so yeah, you just have you just have to get on with your life and just maybe show them how to live and <laughs> and yeah. just be happy, you know exactly, yeah, exactly. so that's. That's what I would That's what I would say for that question. <laughs>
2: do you do you still have your father?
1: No, my my father passed when I was 14, so I didn't oh. really have much time with him, but um okay. you know, I you'll probably ask me what what I remember about him, right?
2: <laughs> well, I was going to ask you the best lesson he ever taught you, but I I was going to rephrase it and say the best lesson your mom ever taught you.
1: Oh Well, my mom taught me a lot, a lot of stuff about, about life. And I, you know, I do remember things about my dad and, um, you know, he, he was very giving and, uh, you know, we'd go out to dinner with our family when we were little and it was always like the same restaurant every week. We'd go to like the Ponderosa or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) He would start giving out his food to us, you know, like here, have some, you know, and yeah. After a while we just we just kind of joked and just started taking it and he he'd be left with no food but um you know he would he would give you the shirt off of his back so i I try to be that way with my daughters I try to give them you know whatever i can yeah and uh you know it it i I would give them the shirt off my back, which actually has happened they they have liked my clothes before. and I <laughs> the Shirt off my back. And you got two of they, them to oh, deal with. <laughs> oh, I know. They'll they'll come up and they're like, "Oh, how cute! Where'd you get that shirt?" And I'm like, "Here, you can have it." <laughs> so yeah. So I I think I learned that from my dad. So
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Of course, the best thing you can give them is time. Oh yeah. Time with
1: them. Yeah, and I love I love having time with them. They yeah. they don't live near me. They live. One lives an hour away. One lives three hours away. So it's kind of hard to to be with them all the time. But yeah, that's most important.
2: Yeah. So what are they doing with their
1: lives? What careers have they? Well, been? my um, my daughter Dana lives in Athens, Georgia. She went to school there, and um, she is a student advisor hmm. at uh, the UGA. And she's married. Her husband's name is Gabe. So they have a little house in Athens. Oh, nice. And uh, my other daughter, Sarah, moved to Savannah, and she is living with her fiancé, back and she is a events coordinator for the Railroad Museum in Savannah. For the what? So for, it's a railroad museum. Oh, Railroad Museum, okay. Right, gotcha. and oh, okay. she's getting married in February of next year.
2: Oh, wow, got a whole month to plan. No, next
1: year. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, that's what I mean. Uh, I'm sorry, a whole year to plan. Sorry. Yeah, a
1: whole year. Yeah. I know, when she said February, I said, what? <laughs> so, yeah, so it's 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 a while. We got a little time. <laughs> that's, good. <laughs> that's good.
2: That's good. That's good. Yeah. See here. Do you have any help with you? Do you have an assistant or anything?
1: You know what? I I started thinking about that a few months ago. I thought you know i should i should probably hire someone that could help me out every now and then i do have help like if i'm catering something i'll hire somebody i you know i know to help me and mm-hmm. um but not for everyday clients i don't have help but that's uh, that's in the back of my mind so yeah. it may be it may be coming to fruition in the next few months if i can't I can't carry those pots and pans anymore.
2: they <laughs> help me. <laughs> I mean, you can probably get some high school student and pay a minimum wage. It won't
3: break the bill. Right. You know? <laughs> that type of stuff. <laughs> I, so when you,
2: I was um, When you're at the, your client's house and you're cooking and stuff, do you, do you mind having the interaction in the kitchen with whomever's there or are you pretty much by yourself a lot of the time?
1: Um, let's see. I do have some, some clients are home when I'm there. My Monday client, she, she's sometimes she's there, sometimes she's not. Oh. Um, but it's, it's nice to, you know, she's there. I talk to her. Yeah. She doesn't usually come in and talk to me while I'm cooking. Cause you know, she probably doesn't want to bother me. I guess I don't know, <laughs> <clears throat> but, um, she's, she's a sweetheart and Tuesday's clients is work from home, but she's always upstairs. She's never in. There. And, uh, she is the sweetest thing ever. She's she's just a sweetheart. Um, today's client, they were not home, but she showed up uh, while I was getting kind of getting ready to pack up. Oh, okay. I had never met before actually, so it was nice to talk to her. And um, but yeah, some you know sometimes I go in, no one's home, and I just lock up, and, you know. Yeah. Maybe leave 'em leave 'em a little something special. Yeah. Sometimes I'll leave some cookies or something. <laughs>
2: so So you don't care one way or the other. You don't care if they're there, if they're not no. it's just, you just rock and roll, I know.
1: Oh some, yeah. No, some I people like a
2: quiet kitchen, some people like a chaotic Well, kitchen.
1: you know what? I do I have to say, when my when there's nobody there, I do have my little Bluetooth speaker that I'll put my jams on. Nice. <laughs> I'll start,
3: Absolutely. I'll start,
1: It's so hard for me to cook with no music on. (laughs) Oh. That's one thing. I just I just love to have the music on. I don't know why. But if it's silent, it's like God. I need some music in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Um, so that's the only thing. If if they weren't home.
2: What's your genre of choice usually?
1: (laughs) I, you you'd you'd probably be shocked at some of the stuff I listen to. It's so great. I mean, there's just so many different genres. Yeah. You know, I listened to Frankie Valley from when, you know, I, I remember that from when I was young. Oh,
3: okay. I listened
1: to, um, you know, 80s rock or 80s music. I listened to, um, what else do I, some, some bands that my daughters got me hooked on and I couldn't even tell you. I listened to all kinds of music. Yeah, well, I really love, are, I really love all kinds of music.
2: You and I are close in age, so we, we grew up with the same music.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, no, yeah.
2: When you, when you say '80s rock, I know I probably know exactly who you're talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I went, you know, I I'd go see Billy Joel, I'd go see Duran Duran, you know the. Oh yeah. The yeah. whatever iconic '80s bands and. Right. Um, just things like that.
2: I did hear. Um, I get newsletters and journals, uh, emails from different people, and one of the ones I got the other day he um he said he was obsessed with this artist, and the artist's name is i think it's pronounced Sohn. it's s o s o h n and you oh. ought to go to you you gotta go to youtube and or maybe i'll send you the link that that i got from it but yeah. you should, listen it sounds like it would be really really cool music to cook with it's upbeat.
1: okay
2: it's kind of um oh, shoot the, the i off the top of my tongue. I can't think of it. I'll send you the link that, that I got it from Yeah, me.
1: definitely. Because and I, you know, I have my Pandora, which is just all kinds of music that my daughters have put on there, that I've put on there, and I just hit shuffle, and it just goes through. Just <laughs> yeah, any too. kind of music yeah. you can just imagine. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I would love that. to add that to it.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think you really, really enjoy his music. It's um, uh Darn it, I can't think of the term. <laughs> Anyways, I'll send it to you and you may okay. like it. You, I'm, sure. If we kind of like the same music. I think you'd probably get a kick out of it. I always like to find current stuff. I mean, like Bruno
3: Mars. Uh-huh. and, and some of
2: the Oh yeah. I love, I
1: have Bruno Mars on my Pandora. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's all my daughter and I talk about when we get together. She's, <laughs> she's 28 and she's married and she's living off her own and stuff, but we'll have lunch and, Last time we had lunch, she said, "Oh, have you heard Bruno Mars's new album?" I said, "I've heard a few tracks."
3: <laughs>
1: so, we're yeah, talking. Bruno Mars, Adele, um, yeah. just, you know, all those kind of some Lady Gaga I have on there. So, that I don't have, yeah. but after
2: I don't have that, but after seeing the Super Bowl, I was just like, maybe I'll add her to my
1: my oh yeah
2: my list because she did a pretty good job at the Super Bowl. She did
1: awesome. Yeah, she did great. See, yeah. She's, she's now right the Falcons, there. you
3: know, they could, they should yeah. have. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, they I laid know. down the I, I
1: really, half. I really don't care about football. So, but I did go to a party, and it was a little sad at the end. Oh, it was.
2: <laughs> I, did, I didn't. I wasn't in. Didn't care much for it. I enjoyed the game, but it was like, come on, you guys. I mean, they pretty much I, laid uh, down the second half. It was like, darn it.
1: I know. I so, know. Oh well.
2: My wife grew up. My wife spent some time in Georgia as a, a little girl, so she's Southern. as as it gets, and she was oh, yeah. so disappointed that the Falcons couldn't pull it out. Uh, so know. disappointed, but mm. that's okay.
1: That's all yeah. right.
2: It's just a game. <laughs> yep, exactly. Just a game. Well, I know your time, you had a hard day today. And your time is precious, and I kind of want to um, come wrap it up a little bit here. And we've covered a bunch of different subjects, which has been fun. But I want to get to my, uh, ask you the challenge question. And that okay. is, you receive a request to cater a dinner party for 25 guests with a budget of $500, about 20 bucks a piece.
3: Okay. You need
2: to include two hors d'oeuvres, two entrees, and a dessert. What would you come up with for this?
3: Hmm. Well, so
1: it's 25 people, twenty, so $500. That's that's not a whole lot. No, it's not. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I, um, there's a bacon, cheese, stuffed mushroom that's pretty good. That could be an appetizer. Um, sometimes I'll do these little caprese bites where you get a little toothpick and put, you know, a tomato and some mozzarella cheese and some basil and maybe a little tortellini on there. That's not too expensive. Yeah. Uh, Um, so that might be good. Yeah. I like it. Entree. I, uh, a lot of people like, um. Uh, a stuffed chicken breast that I do. It's goat cheese and roasted red pepper. Maybe do some of that with asparagus or um what's the other thing that I can do? Um, maybe uh, I do a really good Cajun type pork tenderloin wrapped in bacon. Oh, okay. It's got got an apricot glaze on it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that might be a choice for the dinner, entree. Mm -hmm. And for the dessert, um, I I love these little chocolate pot de cremes that are just the perfect dessert. You put a little whipped cream on top, very easy to make. It's a chocolate-coated what? Chocolate, that's a fancy French term, but it's actually just like chocolate soufflés, chocolate pudding, chocolate pudding type thing
3: right okay. or
1: I've done I did do a dinner party where I did some red wine poached pears with oh. um with some mascarpone cream and those were really good so I, bet they were good. So I guess I would pick those desserts for that so on the stuffed
2: breast with the goat cheese would you take a chicken breast and kind of pound it out a little bit and then roll it or would you actually take a breast slice it and then stuff it that way how would you fix that i
1: usually, I usually take the breast and slice it horizontally down the down the middle mm-hmm. and I mix the um the stuffing together goat cheese roast red peppers, maybe some spinach and uh season it Just stick it in there and roast it like that. they're very good
2: uh, skinless or with the skin on
1: skinless you know. I usually do skin. I usually do skinless, but yeah. skin on sounds good too because you get all that fat from the skin. <laughs> right. <laughs> and would you, yeah. would
2: you would you serve a breast per person, or would you kind of slice that up and maybe serve a couple of slices for each person? That Make sounds
1: it, good. I think I think I would slice it up and just put a few slices on the plate with some asparagus and yeah. maybe uh, a little couple potatoes or something. We
2: don't yeah, yeah, you don't have a you don't have a huge budget to work with. So. Right,
1: right. Yeah, maybe we well, maybe cut out the potatoes, just do the well maybe cut out the asparagus and just do potatoes. <laughs> potatoes are cheaper, I think. Wait, <laughs>
2: we're really cutting yeah. this down.
1: <laughs> yeah, just maybe two slices of chicken and a <laughs> <the> potato. <laughs> you can always put rice
2: with it too. You can always
1: do yeah, rice. Yeah,
3: that's it. true. Right, you know, that, that's is good.
2: Yeah, that doesn't cost a lot of money, and you can make a lot of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> with some rice and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Perfect, great. Well, you, you survived the challenge question. So oh, thanks. I want to wrap up with um, you to tell folks how they can get a hold of you if they want to book you for, get you even busier than you are. That's my goal. Uh, well, okay. You <laughs> busier, you're
1: going you. to make me hire somebody, aren't you? <laughs>
2: Yeah, but you're going to be able to afford it, so that's the key. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. my um, website is uh, www.makemydinners.com, and my phone number is 404-643-7570. I also have a Facebook page, uh, Make My Dinners, so that's always fun to look at. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
2: Are you on Instagram, too, or, or Twitter or anything like that?
1: I am on Instagram, uh, it's under Chef Darlene, oh, okay. and I'm not on there a whole lot, you know, I have to I have to get on there, I have to start getting on there more, I just forget about it, um, I'm not on, you know what, I am on Twitter, but I just don't ever Sorry. get on Twitter.
2: Yeah, you, you and me both, I have a Twitter account, but I, I don't think I've ever gone on there to do anything. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I did for a while and then I just I just stuck with Facebook, so Yeah. I don't know, it's just easier for me. Stick with what works
2: basically. Right, and right. Keep up with the photos, keep posting those photos and I think you'll be I think you'd do just fine.
1: I'll I will. Great. And I'm gonna find some natural light now, so There you go. Oh, <laughs> get outside. Better. Not today, but get <laughs> outside. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely.
2: Well, yeah. Well, Darlene, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate it, especially after uh, your day today. I know it was kind of a little bit of a drive and a long day, but um, I really appreciate uh, you coming on the show and talking with me. I had a great time. Well, thank
1: you so much, Mike. I had a great time. Thank you. All right.
3: Bye bye. Bye bye.